the Emily from the Heart podcast episode number 205. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. everybody and welcome back to another episode of Family from the Heart. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And this, my friends, is a behind-the-scenes look at what's going on in the lives of the Ravenscraft family, those crazy people behind gspn.tv, and also a family trying to live life on purpose. Trying to. (laughs) And with purpose. And right. Stephanie, I think, sometimes has a hard time believing that uh, we do that a lot. But I, you know what? I think we do. I'm not saying we. I'm saying me. Well, you know, here's the thing. I, y- yesterday, I'm, you were asking me, you were saying, you know, why is it that I don't see change? Why don't? Why is it that I don't always feel this? Or and And I think that what I'm learning myself is that there is a lot of purpose in the mundane, the ordinary. The okay. normal, the routine, the the living life in the moment, which, by the way, that sounds really grand and it sounds like I'm really on top of things. To be honest with you, <laughs> the, I suck at living in the moment. Right. But I think that that's all I do. I know. And that's why I think we are so balanced. You are so I, I, I envy your ability to to live in the moment. To, I love how you took that pen because it's. It was like dead last week. I know. That's why I threw it in trash. But, um, you know, I envy your ability to live in the mundane mundane tasks of the day. Whereas I'm the type of person who's always looking for the next high, you know, the next big event, the next big thing. And you know what? I'm more excited about the preparation. And, well, you know, I hate the preparation, to be honest with you. But I'm I'm more I get more excited about the busyness, being busy, being active, being productive, that that I really get a lot of self-worth, unfortunately, and, and feel like my value is in what I do to make things happen. Whereas I think that you, you know, I could actually plan for weeks, you know, around the clock on on a big project that I believe in. You know, I'll give you an example of this, like Blog World for me. Blog World's this massive event, and and I went way out of my way. I spent 60 hours one week, and I think I spent 80 hours, more than 80 hours the next week, just working to meet a deadline for last Friday. Right. And and I did, and I made that deadline. And I will be doing a lot of work leading up to the June event. But when the June event comes... By that time, it will be time to sit back and enjoy the work that I've done, you know, to sit back and and be in the moment. But I can almost assure you that when I'm there, my mind will be preoccupied with other things. I I will be I have a hard time with that. And that's one thing I noticed for you is is that you're able to man, when people are here, you're able to sit down and and just. Be with them and okay. and be there not just physically but mentally. I, I'm oftentimes able to stop and be somewhere physically, <laughs> right? But mentally, I'm 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 on a, I'm on my own planet organizing the next big thing. Very true, very true. But see, and so I think that maybe where maybe where you see we're balanced, I often feel like I'm lacking in that um, I don't really. 
I don't really think in the next big thing kind of way. And so maybe what it is is that I just need to accept myself for who I am. <gasps> and Stephanie, and come be, on. I know, right? Be at least what I want you to be. I, I've tried. <laughs> I don't like her. I just, so I'm just, I'm just um I know you are, but I'm not. I I I know you I've do tried. try that. And and I don't even want you to be what I want you to be. And, I want you uh, to be you. So that that's sometimes. just still who I'm trying to <laughs> Sometimes it really is like, ah, come on. That's not really me though. Bit. That that Yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyway. I think if we're talking about the same times, that that's not really me. That's I the effects of stress and different No, I'm talking yeah, I'm just talking about sometimes attitude. Yeah, well, anyway. <laughs> so, but yeah. No, so I no, I totally get maybe maybe this is this is what there is. I I think there we're still working on taking my drive, my drivenness. Okay, your your drive makes me feel lazy. I, I just I, no, <laughs> I I get I get that, but that's my issue. I get not that. yours. I know, but the the thing is, your your ability to live in the moment seems lazy to me. <laughs> I know. Okay, and and not the but the thing is, is I know I need more of that in my life. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I I do. Sometimes I'm like, wow, I'm sitting down. I'm enjoying my family and I'm just sitting here and I'm enjoying myself. I'm doing nothing that is moving something forward. You know, all Let's the play Angry Birds. Yeah. It, it's <laughs> like I, I must occupy my mind with something. And, um, you know, that, you know, we spent yesterday uh, in Nashville, I, I'm sure we'll bro- that right. that'll come up today. We, by the way, we have nothing outlined as far as what we're talking about no. today. But <laughs> Ra- ra- random uh, um, scatters of the brain. I I thrive on this type of show. I know you do. I'm I'm living in the moment. Exactly. And I see, am. I would much rather have prepared ahead of time how we're moving this baby forward from the beginning <laughs> and working our way towards the end of a successful podcast episode right the building blocks have been put into place ahead of time and see that's the that's the difference between you and i and sometimes i win and i come here with a whole list of items that we're going to talk about sometimes i just let you in i'm just like (laughs) well that's what you show up and you're like okay what are we talking about about?" i'm like okay here's like four things i can think of yep but uh let's let's so we were in nashville yesterday we were in nashville and it and it really got me to thinking um, about about life and about something that you mentioned yesterday that that um, you know we don't we don't take enough family pictures together. Yeah. I, I and 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 I just want to say that I, I recognize that I don't think we spend enough time as a family together. I don't think we do. I honestly don't think we do. And um. And ha ha ha. Okay, well, the reason we were in Nashville yesterday was um, our friend and um, man who we considered to be our pastor. Um, and my personal and, business advi- personal right, and business right. trusted advisor, uh, one of my business and tru- uh, trusted advisors. Um, okay, so we were there for his memorial service. Yeah. Yesterday, our, our friend, um, our friend David Foster, um, he passed died away on Monday. Yep. 
And um, so we're sitting there in the service yesterday, which was beautiful, truly beautiful. And um, I'm listening to, you know, one of his daughters got up and, um, and read something that she had wrote about who her dad is. And I'm thinking... What would our kids write what about What would us? our kids say about... <laughs> yes, but I was sitting there specifically thinking, what would my kids say about their dad? That's what I was thinking. And if we continue on this fast-paced, different direction kind of lifestyle that we're on right now, mm-hmm. they're not going to be standing up there. I just... And not that that not that they wouldn't be there, but that they wouldn't have. That it would all be about your work. Mm-hmm. It would all be about your accomplishments in work. It wouldn't be about relationship. Yep. And there would be a lot of clients who would say some great things mm-hmm. about relationships. There would be a lot of community members who would say things about relationships. But I agree. It it, it the focus oftentimes has been on you know, moving other things forward and not family. Yeah. And And I struggle. I I struggle with it. It's something I've brought up here at least two or three other times where I've just been really frank to say, you know, man, I've, I've, I'm in a place now where I do spend a lot more time with my family than I have ever in the past. And I am building those relationships that should have been built all these years I am seeing the need for this. And oftentimes I'm in a situation where I am sitting with my family. There are times when I force myself to put the phone away and, and not even bring it. I think we need to have a phone basket. You think so? I do. And I think so. That would be cool. I mean, we're Megan has a cell phone now. Um, we're talking about Matthew having one by the end of the year. Yep. I think that we need to have a phone basket where your phones are deposited during family time. That would be cool. That would be very cool. Because that's what voicemail was created for. Not ever. I cannot see you through the fog on my glasses that my tears are creating, but then I can't see you if I take them off. Nice. Um, um, what was I saying? I don't know. Me neither. Something about... Uh, phone basket is last a, I a heard. A phone basket about uh, just about being... Uh, that's what voicemail was created for, is that um, we don't need to answer every call that comes in mm-hmm. you know i um, never answer the calls it's just i it's i see the emails right and yeah. and they pop up quite a bit <laughs> yeah they do <laughs> yes they i do. mean they're they're constantly rolling in and um yeah i think we need a phone basket yeah well you know the thing is 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 like i like i said i there, there's i want to live more in the moment i want to get to that place where you know my kids, because things are great. I mean, compared to where they were, things today are great. Mm-hmm. But what I realized is that on a scale of one to 10, a 10 being where I want to be as a dad and as a family man, which again, I have here and I'm not placing the blame. I, I believe no. one of the things you, you, you take responsibility in life Absolutely. for who you are and what your actions. But I just want to say that I don't have a lot of, I, I don't have any experience to draw draw upon well, for here's a family the th- man. I understand what you're saying. Uh, um, 
taking your own blame. Okay, you're not placing blame. I'm not placing there blame. There is also there is also um a great deal to be said for living what we learn. Yes. Living what we know. And that's where I'm seeing it. I'm and seeing it from other people. You are you are have been for the last 12 years living what you know, living what you learned, living what you saw. Now you're at a point where you want to break those generational sins, you know, and and do something different and teach our children that te- teach our, okay, um, my dad is a workaholic. He works from before sunup to after sundown. It's always been that way. Mm-hmm. I married a workaholic. <laughs> I want my daughters to know that they can have a husband who is present. Yeah. But there's only way that one way that they're going to learn that. There's only one way that Matthew is going to learn to be present with his family. And that is for us to figure it out. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, and I'm not saying we have to have it all together because mm. I am on a um, lifelong journey. I'm not going to be complete until I wake up in heaven. Right. And, um, but that doesn't mean I don't stop learning yeah. along the way. So anyway, I, I, I guess the whole point here is that, you know, we are a light, uh, we are a family who is pursuing a life li- of the a balanced living life. A, well, we're pursuing a balanced life, but we're also pursuing a, a life that's lived on purpose and with purpose. You know, that, that's something that just naturally came to us one day. And, and it's something that I think that God has laid on our hearts for for me to kind of to chill out and relax and for you to decide what it is that that maybe you feel compelled to to take action on i don't i don't right. know it's, it's, i'm not suggesting this that you need to take action oh, but i'm getting but from you i've said it many times and and i go through these waves i know in i honestly i know in the core of who i am that my purpose right now is to be in this moment um to be there for my kids yeah to be with you and your partner not just in this business but in life um but sometimes i get caught up in the do i have an outside purpose is there something else I'm supposed to be doing am I missing something and I think that this week I have just um this week I've I've you know what would I do if something happened to you yeah I don't want well first of all I don't want anything to happen to you I can't fathom what that must be like Um, nor do I want to. So I don't really spend much time trying to think about it. Right. Um, but I don't want to go through, you know, the week of, I would really miss you then because you would be great at making those preparations, (laughs) 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 making those phone calls. And I'm going to have to call Andrea and have her make phone calls for me because I'm just like, um, but uh but to go through that week of and and making all those preparations but then that 
it's just all done and the life insurance check comes and I do what we've talked about doing with it and but I can't live off that for the rest of my life and then what and then what and I don't want my okay mark this down because this is a big moment I don't want my and then what to mean that I work at Kroger for the rest of my life oh wow because <laughs> you still want to visit there I still want to visit there without on a regular being basis. at work all the time um not true <laughs> I'm really um haven't been there since I'm Tuesday just, you're the one who started the joking so I just I added um but yeah but that's not what I want my and then what to be. So Here, here's the thing. I, you know, you, I actually played it for, I've actually heard it twice now. David's last sermon from right. Sunday, which was really good. It was amazing. Wow. Um, and, and by the way, for those who don't know who David Foster is, I, a, a couple things. One, if I, if, if you look at, let me go in my vacation settings and I'll tell you what it, what episodes they are. Um, and Stephanie, you, will you put these down uh, yeah. and make sure that we get links to these in the show notes? Um, why is it taking so long for this to pull up? There we because go. Because you need it. I know. Uh, here it is. So it's gspn.tv forward slash and one, and you can just write these down. It's EOTC124, EOTC127, and EOTC129. So all three of those featured uh, David. David Foster. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and of course, there's so much more. But anyway, uh, here, here's the thing. Where, where was I going with this? What was I about to say? Um, his sermon. You've his heard sermon. it twice. So I want to. I, yeah. I do want to come back to his sermon. Um, and specifically something that you said. Oh, about the future. Remind me, it's right. about the future. But I just want to mention real quickly. Um, we don't, we're not going to go into great detail about David here, uh, unless Stephanie wants to share more. Uh, she can share anything she wants. But um, one of the things I was actually scheduled to go and stay with David and Paula. David and his wife next weekend while I was in Nashville, Tennessee. And David emailed me last week saying, hey, when's the next episode of EOTC? Oh, right. Because, you know, he and I had agreed that we were going to do a bunch of these together. And I said, you know, hey, I'm coming into Nashville, you know, and, and uh, if you want, we can record the next one in your studio while I'm there. And he's like, I would love that. And so episode 130 was supposed to feature David anyway. And um, I have plans that it's probably going to take me about five or six hours to put episode number 130 together but episode if you guys I, i'll tell you what i even if you don't listen to our eotc podcast which is encouraging others through christ.com if you don't listen to that podcast uh, listen to episode 130 about how one person can have an impact on one person and it be so much and how much uh, it just means to me and to know how many other people he's impacted it, it's just it, it's a lot and and to know that he's had that much of a profound impact, but was a family man. That, Absolutely. That, that, that I had, there was so much about the way that he was a dad and a husband mm-hmm. that he was, it, it, it just, it's, it's, it's a, it had to be a God thing. And it's one right. of those things that I have learned, not just from David, from, from my entire walk with God is that if you seek him first, these things will come. Right. You, you'll get the things you need you need and and there's no need to worry and and anxiety you know, and working yesterday, around the clock yesterday when we um saw paula um i told her that their marriage was an inspiration and um and then during the service um dave ramsey 
gave a eulogy and he talked about the things that David loved. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, if a man has ever loved his wife, David loved his wife. Yep. And I sat there thinking, how, fin- and don't take, please don't take this the wrong, because it is, this is not about you. This is about me working it out in my head. How great would it be to be loved the way, I mean, you, you saw it yep. whenever you were with them or just him. You could see it. It was in the way he looked at her, the way um, he talked about her, the protective way he, because he was like much taller than she is. And, um, and I thought how fantastic that would be to be loved that way. But I don't know if I would let you love me that way. Like that is the, and that is my problem. Like I, the other night you were staring at me. I'm like, stop looking at I me. Know, You're making me uncomfortable. I was just sitting there thinking I can't, that. I can't. Um. I so I don't know what that is in myself that I need to work on. To I don't know if I just need to let you sit there and stare at me. But it really make I don't know. It makes me feel like I need to be doing something or, um, I yeah I don't I don't know. But so I want I I want to be loved that way. But I want to be able to let you love me that way. Right. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. Anyway. It does. I'm so, flawed. I'm a flawed creature. I'm a work in progress. As we all are. So here, here's the thing. You were talking about the fact that, you know, it, what if something happens to me? What would you do? You know, and, and, and there's that uncertainty that's unknown. And, you know, I, I, I look at this situation. I, I look at the situation of so many other friends who have passed, but, but specifically this one, it's so fresh in my mind. Um, you know, Paula didn't know. They, they, they had no idea. I mean, David had no health concerns that, nope. that were known to anything. It was just, uh, it was. Ran it, seven miles. Yeah, ran seven Sunday. miles someday after a sermon. Um, so the thing is, is that he said in his sermon, he says, there are, there are three things I can tell you, I can absolutely guarantee that God will not give you. And he says he will not give you what were do you remember what they were? I don't. One one was one was certainty. One was certainty. He will not give you certainty. No. He will not give you clarity. And he will not give you I don't remember uh, what the third one was, but I know where you're going. I know. You know, it, but the, the the thing is he will not he will not he will not give you the things that will take away your need to just trust in, in him. Because mm-hmm. if if he gives us it's like you won't. And, and, and so, you know, there, there's a part of me that looks and, and I, and I see the hope that still is there. I mean, Paula had it more together than Dave Ramsey and Gary Chapman. I know all these other people that were at this, somebody commented on it. Who, who was it? Steven Mansfield. Was it Steven Mansfield that commented on how much Paula had, she, she had it more together than I did. And, David was a great inspiration to me. You know, I listened to his podcast. I listened to his sermons. Um, he was definitely your friend. You know, I know that. And she had it more together than I was than than I did. Yeah. And but and and the thing is 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 that and and the, I think that that was what they have. I mean. What people may not know is not only is David a pastor, but I think that that the way that it's always been communicated is that the pastors of 
of um, the gathering is not just David Foster. It's David and Paula. It's Foster. David and Paula. Paula is a mm-hmm. she has that same that same connected relationship with Christ. That that her hope was not in her husband. Right. Her delight was in her husband, mm-hmm. but her hope was in Christ. You know, her her provision didn't come from her husband. Her her direction didn't come from her husband. It came from her relationship with Christ. And that's the one thing that I think that above everything else, it's their connection to a relationship with Christ and not a religion that, that is, you know, their, their, their faith was not religion. Their, their ministry was not religion. Their ministry, their faith Mm -hmm. was relationship with Jesus Christ. And I think that that is where we, that's what we saw last night when she was up there and she was able to speak and she was able to smile and she was able to give a joke and and share. Um, she was she she was exhibiting that that she lives in the presence of Christ and, mm-hmm. and that he is. I've never seen two people live their relationship with Christ as beautifully as they do. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's and, and again, there's no way that either one of these two would even want to be on a, is like, listen, if right. you guys only knew, you know, it, <laughs> David's last sermon series was all about messy people. Yeah. And he says, that, you know, I'm a messy person. And, and so, so well, I think this series was six people you'll meet on your way to heaven. Right. I think the last sermon was messy people. I think the, yeah, okay. Fair enough. I, I, I don't know for sure. So, okay. I, but anyway, the, the fact is, is that, the, Do you want me to look? The gathering's pulled up right here. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it, well, you can you can if you want. No, the whole point I is is all I'm saying is that that you know we could say we aspire to you right. know to live right. that life to do this. And he and, would say, "I'm a messy person just like you." Yeah, it's like it, it's like this dude. doesn't happen overnight, right. you know. And 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 you guys and, and and see that's the thing. This and this is what I'm going to miss. And and I will go into this in so much more depth in in episode one thirty of EOTC, but um, I'm gonna miss the cheering session. Right. So, you know, he he was my cheering section. Uh, David would call me. He would listen because he listened to about somewhere between two to four podcast episodes of mine every week. because uh, he goes out and runs a lot, does a lot of bike riding and all this other stuff, but um. He would listen to my stuff and he would just call me. He's like, dude, I just listened to where you said that. That is so awesome. I just want to tell you, man, I am so pumped up and I'm so excited. And and I remember just, you know, coming. I remember when I did episode 121, which is titled not going to church anymore, because it was David who was the catalyst for me to start to to be, you know, to get break free from religion and chase towards a relationship. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, by golly, I'm going all the way. And then all of a sudden I put this episode and I was waiting for that first episode or for that first call or that first, you know, email mm-hmm. after I put, and he picked, he called me like, dude, man, I'm so excited. It's like, seriously, you don't think I'm going too overboard, you know, on the opposite direction. He's like, listen, man, as far as I'm concerned, you're, you're very much involved in the right. church. Um, you know, it, it just, it just looks different. And, and man, the guy was a constant encourager and, and, that's that's what I I loved about you know what I, that's the most I felt loved by him absolutely you know and and if I always struggled with this understanding of what having a, a loving father in heaven a heavenly lo- a loving heavenly father I was like what the heck is that 
you know, an affection, you know, a, 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 a God that has affection for me. And what's amazing, is, and, and really, honestly, I think David may be the only, only person I've ever felt that unconditional affection. It's, I felt loved by him mm-hmm. you know and, and I'm, I'm talking it's like man cliff let me it was just it was always inspiration it was always hope it, and and yeah it he he filled me with hope and and the other day i was like you know god is like where where do i turn to now and 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 he's like he's like uh duh <laughs> and it's like jesus like well let's just see hmm, <laughs> where let me yeah, let, let me think of where you might turn to for your hope yeah. and encouragement and inspiration. He just showed you how. Yeah. Well, well he, no, he didn't show me how. Not how. He showed me that he, what what David, what God used David to do is to show me that I'm lovable and that I'm worthy and that the things that I do do matter and that God is pleased and God's not angry and it's not and he's in here affirmed in me that it's not about performance and it's not about what you do he's like cliff you got to understand it's because of who he made you to be and you're so genuine you're so authentic and that's why and and you don't have to be anything other than who you are and god is pleased and he loves you and and he's like man i and i can see it in you and it's like man you're and and yeah so he helped that's what he helped he he helped me understand that i'm loved and that I don't, and it's not because I'm lo- I'm not loved because of all the things I've done. It's because of just who I am. Mm-hmm. And that's what he helped. That's what he helped with. And awesome. that that's the cool thing. In in his last sermon, I, my my favorite thing he said was, um, yeah, he says, when when you die, you'll be remembered for one thing above everything else. Not for what you have. Not for what you have. Not for what you did. Not for what you did. But for how you made people feel. But for how, pe- yes. For, but how, how people you. People will remember you. Go ahead. Yeah. People will remember you by how you made, made them, them feel. And I, re- I will forever remember David for making, I felt loved, accepted. I felt important. You know, mm-hmm. I did. Whenever I talked to him, I felt important. And, and you know, a part of it is to think, you know, I mean, just look at the people who were at this memorial service. First and foremost, it was at this place called Brentwood Baptist Church. Which was humongous. And the, uh, and McKenna added gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, it was a very gorgeous church. Uh, it was huge. It was huge. And the place was packed. All right. And we're talking, you know, there were some pretty significant, mm-hmm. you know, in, in our eyes, some pretty significant people at this place. Right. And, and I mean, this guy, he was, he was the pastor of pastors, you know, he was, he was, he was this close friend to all of these people and all these people had deep, rich connections. And and when you look on Twitter, you look that he's got, you know, however many people, thousands of mm-hmm. followers and stuff like this. And I think he follows like 108 or hundred and some odd people. And to know that I'm one of those. Right. And, 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 and what I could never understand, and this is where, you know, so it's, it's like, you know, this, this guy. We meet on this cruise, and then all of a sudden, uh, well, actually, we he knew we knew each other of each other before the cruise, but we finally met face to face on the cruise. But he starts to follow me, and this is a guy who is talking to celebrities. He's talking to all these other people. He he's doing life. He's got a church. He's got the, he's got a wife. He's got daughters. He he's got everything on. And this is a guy who who takes you know I'd say we talked on the phone a. a 
on, on average about an hour a week. And I'm like, who am I to have his attention? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's that was weird for me. You know, it, it, I got up there and, you know, I, there were some people who spoke who were like, you know, the last time that, that we had this conversation, it was two, three weeks ago. I mean, I got an email like two days before he died. Mm-hmm. I, I got three emails exchanged in the last week. I, we we just talked last week and I was going to be at his house. And who am I? I mean, these people, why why did he take such interest in me? You know, who am I? And 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 and. and, and it just, it's like, wow, it, 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 he, I think God, it, I think he knew that God wanted to use him to communicate to me. It's like, wow, you have to understand this is how God sees you. You know, he's got all these other people, all these people doing so many things, blah, blah, blah. And you don't think that you're all that important, but he takes time for you. And, and it, it was, it was amazing. I, I, I'm not saying that, that David was God. But David really helped me understand God mm-hmm. uh, in a much deeper way than I had ever experienced before. And that's that's something I will forever be changed with. And that's something that I want I want to I, I want to mimic so much of that. I want to be a husband like that. I want to be a father like that. I want to be a friend like that. And I want so much more of what I do. I and, and I genuinely care about people, but I'll be honest with you that. So much of my time and energy, a majority of my time, energy, and effort is all about seeking clarity. It's about seeking certainty and seeking security and and all of those other things. It's all about seeking those things, you know, making sure the bills are paid and and effort and performance and and stuff like that. And the message I'm hearing over and over again is like, dude, will you just chill out? I can actually hear his words. Yeah. I can I can hear David, just chill chill out mm-hmm. you know and and i love it because when he says you know god will, i can promise you god will give god will not give you these three things i can guarantee you he will never give you these three things and for some of you that just freed up eight hours a day for you you can go out and get a whole nother job <laughs> that's right ah uh, yeah so yeah anyway mm. i think it's time to say thank you to our sponsor yep it is. <laughs> What's going on? Is, I don't is know. It, is that a scream or just I, a? It's a whine and a fight. Okay, I think I think it's okay. I think they can handle it. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah. it. Uh, you guys are not hearing this. So because we our have kids a, are on spring spe- break. Yeah, we have special equipment that's blocking out a lot of the sound that's in the background. And um, it seems like a fight has uh, ensued. Ju- yes, ensued. <laughs> yeah. They can handle it. It is time to say thank you to our sponsor. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Um, our sponsor, by the way, is Mardell.com. M-A-R-D-E-L.com. And if you go to Mardell.com slash GSPN, you'll see our um, recommended resources there. Mm-hmm. And if you use promo code GSPN in the shopping cart, you do get 10% off of anything and everything that you order there. Uh, and it's a great way to say thank you to them for sponsoring the show and uh, also saving some money on some of those things that you had purchased. But what was the name of that book that Joanne um, Miller told you about? Um, when, when pleasing people. So I'm looking it up here. When is pleasing, hurting you or hurts you. Something like that. I found it. Okay. Hawkins. When, is it right? Yeah. Right, Dave, David. David Hawkins. Hawkins. It's when pleasing others is hurting you. Finding God's patterns for healthy relationships. 
And uh, she, matter of fact, can I read the description of this? Yeah, absolutely. It says, Christians are called to be servants, caring for the needs of other people. But when these caregiver, caregivers begin to forfeit their own God-given calling and identity in, uh, in an unhealthy desire to please others, they move from servanthood to codependency. How can they get back on track? Readers will resonate with the real-life illustrations of people who no longer know what they think, want, or feel because they li- they have unwittingly allowed other voices of other people to drown out the voice of God. Suggestions for redirecting unhealthy relationships will empower readers to rediscover their own value and personal contribution. Applications to the home, to work settings, and to the church will help them become more effective servants of God. You know, when I... Now, I heard Joanne's entire story, mm-hmm. which, by the way, just little, really? he- little heads up. I think that would be an interesting interview for Authentic Life Radio. Okay. Just saying. Just but, saying. But anyway, here, I mean, it's your show. So right. I, but well, just, it's not just my show. Well, it's your and Sarah's yeah. show. I'm just I'm just a little birdie. But on I the think shoulder. it would be, I, th- I think, um, especially for both of us. We were talking this morning and we talked to us. Sarah's read this book, um, December of... 2010 I think she said she read it and uh yeah I just I think that it would be a, a great interview for both of us I agree yeah so anyway she was telling you about that but here's what I'm here when I read this um you know readers will resonate with the people who no longer know what they think feel uh what what they think want or feel because they've allowed other people to you know that this is something that I've been hearing from you that language Mm-hmm. That you like, I don't even know what I want. I don't even, know, I, I don't even know what to feel. I don't know what to think. And, I don't. And I don't think yeah. that. I don't think I've been pressuring you. No, or I don't like think that. you have. I think that um, a lot of it is that, and and it, it goes to exactly what Joanne was telling us in her story yesterday. I went straight from my dad's house to being married and to living with you, and I didn't have those years of exploring and finding out who I am. I just went from one role to the other. And, um, and so I do. So sometimes I often question, you know, who am I? What do I really think? Right. If I subtract everybody else out of a situation, what do I really think about it? And sometimes I, sometimes I struggle with knowing if it's really me or if it's the influence of others. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, Sarah's going to bring me this book tomorrow. Okay. Um, of course, it'll already have all her highlights in it. So if I want to highlight my own stuff, I'll have to still get my own copy. But um, but I do. I want. I want to. Um, I want to read this book. I. Some something we were talking about this morning is that. Um, because one thing that Joanne was saying to us yesterday, she said I was sixty three when I read this book, and it changed my life. And I told Sarah this morning, I don't want to wait until I'm 63 right. to find out who I really am and to be free to live who I really am, to be free to, to, you know, leave the kids alone for two hours and go for a run because that's what I need to do for myself, mm-hmm. you know, to not worry about not fixing you guys dinner at a certain time because there's something that I want to do for myself and not and and I'm, and I'm not meaning in a selfish way where everything I do from now on is going to be about me because I don't think that's who I am either. 
but to be free to do things for me. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Richard says I would love to be only 63. Um, well, she read the book last year, so actually she's 64 now. And um, but um, you know, I looked at her yesterday. I was looking at Joanne Miller, and um, and as a result of reading this book and having this life change, um. She made a decision for herself to lose weight that she was tired of carrying around the extra weight and she didn't need it and she didn't want it. And so she was going to do this for herself. So when I saw her yesterday, she was, um, she'd lost, she said 36 pounds since the last time I saw her last summer. We were just there with them in Nashville last June. Yep. Um, before we went to Florida. And, and so she was, so she was smaller, but I looked at her and I'm like, you look radiant. And it has nothing to do with the weight. Yeah. It's in her eyes. There there was a freedom there. Yeah. And um and it it was it was beautiful and I was attracted to it and I, I want that freedom. Yeah. I do. It, it's amazing how much is going on in the area of freedom. You know, you you were wondering why you know, why is it that it took me long so long to do podcast answer man this morning? And Eric and I talked for, you know, we spent about 20 minutes talking about right. what we we're going to record for Podcast Answer Man, the social media segment. And then we recorded for about 14 minutes. And then after that, we talked for a very long time. And one of the things we, we were talking about, David, because you know Eric knew David. He, yeah. Um, Eric w- came down to PodCamp Nashville last right. year and had lunch. Well, he, well and, he had dinner with us at Jay Alexander's because I'm sitting oh, that's there. right. I was sitting there going, okay, Eric knows... David, no, okay, we had dinner at Jay Alex. It was me and Cliff and Dave and Paula, and there was somebody else there. There was somebody else. It was Eric. No, it wasn't Eric. Yeah, it was Eric. And I had this whole conversation with myself, which is quite scary, by the way. <laughs> nice. And, uh, until I finally came to the realization that, yes, it was Eric who was out, because I was like, no, Eric was with us in Boston. No, it's no. Eric. Eric's everywhere we go. I know. He's coming to New York. Did you know that? <laughs> But I'm not, so ah. it's, yeah. Anyway, but it was, I did know because he just tweeted that he wants to go to PodCamp Nashville, but he can't if he's going to Blog World in June. So, um, yeah, I had this whole long conversation with myself about whether Eric was actually there in Nashville with us last, was it March or April, whenever it yeah. was, but uh, but he was. He was there. <laughs> it was quite quite a funny little conversation in my head. But Nice. So you had this Yes, I knew that Eric knew Dave. And um, so he and I were talking. Yes. And what was I going to say? Uh, you were talking this oh, about freedom. About okay. So he said, he says, so, so I saw your tweet yesterday that this wasn't the way that you wanted, you know, this is not the way that you would have ever wanted to meet Dave Ramsey, but you had the opportunity right. to meet Dave Ramsey. And so I did. I actually you did. had an opportunity uh, yesterday and I, I did meet Dave Ramsey. Um, I introduced myself to him first, which was really, really, I was going back and forth. Do I do this? Right. Do I do this? Yeah, do I they, not? Right. Yeah. And and one of the things that I told Dave when I when I first introduced myself, I said, Dave, you know, my name is Cliff Ravenscraft and I want to tell you something. And uh, I said, you know, there are three men who have had a major profound impact on my life. And I, and I told him, I said, it was, it, it was you, David Foster and Dan, Dan Miller. Miller. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he he it, it's like it, you could tell that that yeah. really hit him. And he's, he yeah. said, thank you. And and I told him just a little bit more uh, about how, you know, some of the impact that, that David had on my life. But um, 
But anyway, what what's amazing is I was saying, it's like, wait a sec, there's these three guys that are so connected to one another, you know, that are part of the same mastermind group and, and this and just this circle of friends. And and it's all about freedom. You know, it's it David David um let's see, Dave Ramsey helped me break free find break free fr- from debt. Fr- yeah, freedom, freedom from yeah, freedom from debt. Um and uh, you know, you know, he he showed me what it is like to live free, living debt free. Uh, then you got Dan Miller, who helped me break free from the tyranny of just doing work because soul sucking job, soul sucking job, and the freedom that comes with doing the work that you love. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's financial career, and then the soul sucking religion, mm-hmm. performance based, obligation, guilt ridden you know, institutional church crap and, and breaking free from that and experiencing and starting to understand what a relationship with Jesus is and how he might feel about me compared to what I thought that he felt about me. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just amazing that those three men, so my, my spiritual fish, uh, my spiritual, my physical, or no, my spiritual financial and career. Now I just need to see if there's anybody in that group that does anything with fitness. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a doctor on in this group? I don't know. You've often uh, said that if you were running, someone's chasing you with a gun. So I think I'm just going to start chasing you with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, no, uh, it's when we were standing there in line and um, Dave Ramsey was like three people behind us talking with someone else. And I kind of giggled and you're like, what? And I didn't want to talk about it, but you pressed me. And you're like, I know you're thinking something. And I'm just like, you know, here's Dave Ramsey, three people behind us. I have cursed him so many times in the past. Um, truly grateful that God brought his book which we've still never read, but his the principles in his book into our lives and that we are debt free and we couldn't have um, found freedom in your work had we not found freedom in our finances. And um, But I'm just like, here I am standing three people away from a man who I have really, I really, <laughs> I've told my husband where to shove Dave Ramsey <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and met him under the... Um, most unlikely of circumstances. And yeah. So, yeah. Oh, boy. Maybe one day we'll still get to tell him that we're debt free. <laughs> yes. I, I, yeah, we didn't, it definitely didn't go to. Right. And what's amazing, I mean, I, so I went and I introduced, you know, I, we did that there in the line. And then later I, I went over to where I saw, I went, went up to say hi. You to, said hi to Dan. To Dan. Mm-hmm. And then all, and it's like, and then Dan's like, you know, Cliff, this is Cliff Ravenscraft. And he went and introduced me and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then I was uh, talking to somebody else and somebody else introduced. <laughs> she, Dave's going to be like, I need to meet this man. I've he's met like, him four times today. Like, yeah, I know who this guy is. <laughs> Get over it already. <laughs> he's like, dude, the guy keeps yeah. stalking me. He's like all over the place. No, no seriously, uh, it was, it was, it was interesting was to, uh, but you know, I, I do, I do want to, one of my, I loved his eulogy yesterday. It was good. It was I really have a, good. Did you know I recorded uh, all of that? Did you really? I did. I yeah, turned no, on my, I, all, I got my iTalk recorder out. I recorded the entire no, um, hour and a half. It was, it was really good. I just, I love that. He's like, um, you know, David was a Mac. I'm a PC. I mean, he just, he was cooler than he, I am. He was cooler than I am. And um, 
just really but um he was he was visibly shaken after his yeah. after he gave well rightfully so i'm not trying you know but um gary chapman was getting ready to sing a song and it, but dave had made this whole thing about how david was using his um ipad for his sermons and how he was telling he was telling he kept telling dave you know you need to get one you need to use this when you're speaking and so he's figured it out and he used his ipad yesterday um while giving his um while giving his eulogy and when he sat down um carrie chapman looks at me and goes did you pay cash for that ipad and like the whole place erupted in laughter which you just needed at that moment and i loved i was watching um dave in the front row and you could just watch him like his shoulders were shaking from laughing um for quite a while <laughs> it was just yeah it was a needed moment and i love that um i love i love that um gary had that gift to break that yeah do you know what I mean? Yep. Okay. You know, and 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 this goes back to you were the question you asked me is you you said you you wonder why I have such a hard time seeing change in myself. You were asking me this mm-hmm. of yourself. I was. And one of the things that I I've been doing is I've been trying to notice where am I changing? Mm-hmm. You know, where am I making improvement in the things that I want in my life? And, you know, I, we shared a couple of weeks ago that how how good I felt about the fact that, you know, when it came time for this tornado, it's like I didn't run out the door with anything other than my family. Right. Um, and there I would say that if, it, you know, just I, I, I just wonder how long how long ago things changed to where I would be willing to put off a day like this week. Mm hmm. And just say, you know what? Cancel all my appointments for Wednesday, Tuesday night. Family. It was a very last minute decision. Very last minute yeah. decision. It's like, you know what? I, I feel like I, I need to go there. You know, the, I, I feel like we need to be there. I think we need to to be there to say hi to Paula, to 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 be there with other friends that, that were friends. And, and just to, I felt like I, I wanted to just pay my respects to show show that mm-hmm. this man had such an impre- uh, impact on my life um and 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 that I'm I mean there I, it'll be my only chance to go and and to show how much and um you know it, it's just I can tell that I've changed because I I re, I regret not doing the same when Amy passed away Absolutely. last year which was a year ago it was a year ago like and two days ago but, uh, you know, I, I regret that, you know, I, it's like mm-hmm. at the time it, it, things were so busy and, and th- things are busy now, you know, but, but I didn't do that last year and, and I felt bad. I, I, I really wish I could go back in time and right. just cancel everything and trust that God will work all the details out. God will work out the, fi- the financial stuff will be all this, all the emails, they'll still be piled up in one way or the other, I should have gone. And, and that's another thing that I, I see that's changed. It's like, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to miss this opportunity again. I'm not going, you know, th- this is, there's things that are more important than work. And that, that is something that consistently I see God growing within me mm-hmm. is, is the fact that, that work is not my number one calling in life. Right that there are things that are more important and friendship and family and stuff like that. And, and I see myself growing in those areas. 
So anyway. We're so when I subtract 15. myself from the moment and am able to work, 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 then, then I'll know that I've changed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't. Baby, I'm here's kidding. The, you I'm know kidding. what? I don't know what it I would look like. I would I don't love know. to say some things, but yeah, the, the thing nothing... is, is, if I say anything or give any guidance or any suggestions, like, but wait a second. She she's already it's, put too much, even without me putting it there. She's already put too much reliance on what I, I would think I or know. what I would feel. And I'm and not like, and this is one place like, where I'm not asking to. you. I know. To, yeah. It's just, I, I, right. I want you to have the freedom to be who you are. I absolutely desire that. I, I desire for you. <laughs> what if you don't like me? Well, then we'll pray that God changes what I like. <laughs> Well, no, then that's your problem. <laughs> then that's my problem. Uh, no, I want that freedom. And um, I just I am seeking after it. I just trust, I you know, I, I trust that if what if what you seek and what you desire, if you find the what you want to think, what you want to feel and all of those things and what you want to do, I just trust that that you that that those will be things that you feel that God would desire of you and if that's the case and 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 it's god's leading and that that i have to deal with whatever god's put in your heart <laughs> just gotta deal with it just gotta deal with it lord knows you've had Which to deal with me <laughs> oh no <laughs> i actually comes pretty easy so cool i often think i probably give you a lot more headache than you give me Anyway, see how he loves me enough to not answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Very much. I do. When pleasing others is hurting you, that is our resource that we will recommend this week. That is not... by next week. I probably will have read it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would. I think I would like to read that too. Anyway, um, so yeah, if you want to, you can go to uh, GS or go to Mardell.com, M-A-R-D-E-L.com slash GSPN. And our great friend Daryl from Mardell is in our chat room and he said that he'll do us the favor yeah. of getting that added to our recommended resources. So maybe by the time, well, with by this weekend sometime, probably it'll be online. And what's his first name? Who? Um, Hawkins. David Hawkins. David. Yeah. So check it out. And is there anything else you want to bring up before we wrap things up here? Um, no, I think we're good. Although I, th- Winnie's coming. Winnie's coming tomorrow. I just, what? I, I, I know I got, um, I was looking through my email because she had sent us her, um, flight itinerary a long time ago. And, um, and I thought it was, she was coming today, but, um, I've, I've been in contact with her on Twitter and when are you coming? And it's tomorrow at 2 PM. You so, sure it's not tomorrow Belgium time or something like that? Well, she's been in San Francisco for <laughs> a week, so I'm oh, pretty right. sure she's on. Uh, All right. Yeah. So she's coming in tomorrow. Tomorrow. And you know what? That's actually what's written on my calendar upstairs. I just thought I had written, wrote it wrong. Huh. So I must have looked at the email wrong or something. Anyway, um, it'll she'll be here tomorrow. Um, at 2 o'clock. At 2 p.m. And we're going to have a good week. And she's uh, spending Easter with us. She will be spending Easter with us, which will be two visits where she's had to meet family. Yeah. And she keeps coming back. Yeah. (laughs) She must like us or something. She must like us. I love that um, in her email when that she sent, she said, you know, as soon as I left Cincinnati last year when she was here, um, 
I which was just it was just last fall, wasn't it? I don't remember. Was, I don't anyway. Um, it was the same I time my mom so. was in it the hospital. It was just last yeah. August and September, you know. Um, Somebody's birthday or something, wasn't it? Did my nephews. Yeah. 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 It was Hugh's birthday. It was last September. And, um, and, but anyway, she, so she sent us this email that said as soon as she left, she felt homesick hmm. for here. That, and, and I think that that, that's one of the things that, um, that I do well is that when people are in my home, they feel at home. And, um, and so I just, I love the words that she used in her email. It really uplifted me because I thought I had neglected her all week. I had a family emergency that I had to be gone for. And, um, but no, she felt at home here. And so she's coming back for more. She's, she hadn't had enough of us yet. She she's coming back for more, and I'm looking forward to her visit. Awesome. Well, my friends, that's going to wrap it up for but this episode. Since she's coming in tomorrow, we could go see a certain we movie could tonight. Go see a certain movie tonight. We could. Looks like yeah, we could. <laughs> Let me look at my to do list. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, my friends, we're going to wrap it up here for this episode of Family from the Heart. We will be back again next week. We will. And I have no idea what we'll talk about then, but no. I'm sure Stephanie will be happy with that. I will. I will. Um, you know, having an enjoyable... Well, you know, spring break is gone already. It, it Really, we didn't do anything that I planned to do. So now I'm just looking forward to summer break. Yep. Summer break, which really just happens May 18th. Awesome. The last day of school, so. Alrighty. Coming well, right up. Music's almost over, so All until right. next time, we encourage you to live your life with purpose.